Hey, fellow Zeros, thank you for tuning in to this edition of Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that wants you to watch the language on the sacred island. I'm your host, Joe, and we have got a super jam-packed episode for you here tonight, talking about Star Wars The Last Jedi. I brought along five, that's right, five codebreakers with me uh, <laughs> to talk to you about that movie. We've got Frank. The podcast that is the spark that will light the flame. Matt. The only podcast that's not going to go the way you think. Sequel. The podcast that will let the past die. Corey. The podcast that needs to get its head out of its cockpit. And special guest you may remember from other previous episodes, we've got Mitch. The podcast that knows that's the way we're going to win. Not by fighting what we hate, but by saving what we love. I knew someone was going to pick that one. It was just <laughs> such a good one. And we have honorable mentions out the wazoo. Oh, uh, God. And by the, that. I, I have Corey to. has Corey has six, <laughs> six I have one. The podcast that needs to wipe that nervous expression off its face. The podcast that knows the burden of all true masters. The podcast that came to this island to die. The only podcast that wants you to breathe. Just breathe. Which is, I think, something we all need in this freaking episode. <laughs> Welcome to the special three-hour episode of... <laughs> Enjoy. Strap in. You're going to be here a while. So We're are we. all night. <laughs> Before we start this monumental discussion about The Last Jedi, though, let's let you know what else we've been watching this week. And I'll start with our guest, Mitch. Uh, I've been watching the Punisher series, uh, taking my time with it, enjoying it. Uh, yeah, I like it. It's pretty good. Appreciate the brevity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sequel, you're up. I haven't watched much, but <clears throat> I got the um, SNES Classic Edition for, good for, you. for Christmas, nice. supposedly. But Sounds I, like Hanukkah. Plugged it in and played with it because I was the first one home. And <laughs> just, just to make sure it worked. You know, Merry Christmas to me. 21 games to make sure it works. I've been having a lot of fun with that. Tested it out for eight hours. Played a lot of Super Mario Kart and I've made it to nice. Chocolate Island in two days in the Super <laughs> Mario World. Nice. Doing some work. It's been fun. That's your jam, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's my favorite console ever. It's small, too. Like really small. Yeah, the NES was like this big. My phone's bigger. Yeah. Yeah, really. Well, that's, that's what she said. That is small. Hey, Frank, what's your jam? <laughs> um, I watched an episode of Clone Wars. <gasps> Which one? Uh, the second one in the first season. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a lot more like <laughs> important to what we're talking. The about. The show's okay. pretty much garbage, but I mean, yes, it is. <laughs> it's much more kitty than the new stuff. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, that's it. And Matt, I was actually digging, and then I found out I watched the live Christmas story musical. It was wild what they did. I did not expect what they did. They did a whole soundstage. I thought it was just going to be on a stage. It was incredible. Was it good? Not great. <laughs> Definitely not the best musical in the world, but it was crazy to watch. Corey, Corey what do you got? Sorry. Barry Peel is in that, right? Yes. Okay. As the uh, narrator. Uh, Corey, what do you got? I have been watching kids do schoolwork because the only thing that I've had time to do is well, well. substitute teacher. <laughs> stone it. Uh, <laughs> periods two and three get four stones. Period four gets no stones and an That's in-school not suspension. One stone and an in-school suspension. <laughs> Periods six and nine were fantastic today. I'm sorry if Corey was your teacher today. Five and above. It's also worth noting um, that I watched The Force Awakens and Empire, Empire before this movie. I, just I did the same. I, I binged the original trilogy. 
Wow, nice. It was on. It was on television. I've binged the two most pertinent ones. So you watched something. Yeah, I watched those. (laughs) I went in raw. That's the way I like it. (laughs) No one else appreciated it. There it is. And I watched a decent amount of stuff. I finished The Office, and then after finishing that, I started watching a little bit of Community, which is a great show. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then I watched season one of The Good Place. Which is surprisingly an entertaining show. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I've been avoiding it. I thought it was going to be trash. So did I. Oh, this is way better than I I expected. I was like, this is actually pretty funny. Oh, yeah, it's good. I mean, Kristen Bell is pretty good. That's who it is, right? Kristen Bell? Yeah. Well, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell, Ted Danson. Ted Danson. He's great. (laughs) Some guy I don't know the name of, but he's hilarious in it. And I also watched the movie Chef because it (gasps) it's on Amazon. It's a good movie. It's a good movie, but I'm never going to watch it again. I agree. I don't ever need to. It's about right. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe like in twenty years when you forgot that you've seen it, maybe you're like oh, it's I've never seen this. Really high Rotten Tomatoes. I'm sure it did. Watching John Favreau have relations with Scarlett Johansson and also be ex-husband to Sofia Vergara is a fantasy I want to live out every day. <laughs> so I'll watch it. How's your baby doing? She's good. Okay. I didn't get to see any of that on screen though. They don't do it. They don't do anything. No. Okay, maybe nothing cool. at all. That's fine. Right. Yep, that's, that's all upstairs. That's all upstairs. That's all upstairs. Hey, good night. And ladies and gentlemen, that is what we've been watching. Let's do our movie facts for Star Wars: The Last Jedi before all the chaos happens. Star Wars: The Last Jedi just barely snuck into our hearts in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a PG-13 rating and it's two hours and 32 minutes long. Oh wow, it is long. Yeah, the longest, right? It's longest yeah, it's the longest Star Wars we've seen so far. Its director's name is Ryan Johnson, whose notable other films have been Brick, The Brothers Bloom, and Looper. Looper's really good. Never seen it. Still haven't seen it. The movie stars Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Andy Serkis, Domino Gleeson, Anthony Daniels, Kelly Marie Tran, Laura Dern, and Benicio Del Toro. Oh. The budget for the movie is actually a surprisingly low $200 million. That was reasonable. Made that back. I expected more. Yeah. As of right now, in four days, it's grossed four hundred ninety-four million dollars. Domestic of that was two hundred forty-one million. Nope. No it's the second uh, biggest opening ever, behind The Force Awakens. Fair. Makes, Makes sense. The scores for the movie. Oh boy, fun stuff. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes has this movie from the critics' perspective at ninety-three percent. Certified fresh, but wait till you hear that audience score. <laughs> <laughs> the audience score is uh, a little different. 55%. That is the worst audience score of any Star Wars movie. People be butthurt. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Save it for after this section. <laughs> IMDb has this movie at 7.8 out of 10. And Metacritic has this movie at an 86. With a user score on Metacritic of 4.9. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right in line of tomatoes. For a second, I thought you were going to say, like, 100. I was going to be wait, <laughs> what? Oh, no. What breed of trolls exist on this world? It's meta. They're reverse trolls. So yeah, exactly. Those are the movie facts for Star Wars The Last Jedi. <sighs> I'm just taking these last moments and enjoying them before this turns the into nerves. chaos. <laughs> the nerves. <laughs> Let's give you our general thoughts for the movie. Just point out, these are going to be spoiler-free. So you're still safe if you haven't watched the movie yet, hopefully. And if, you know, that happens, I'll just edit or bleep them. It's fine. General thoughts for the movie. Let's go to Matt first. It was a Star War. <laughs> Wonderful. Wow. <laughs> I felt the passion there. 
I think I, I heard got the plenty. Ice more than I got you. plenty, girl. <laughs> Not gonna waste it here. Frank, I'll swing. Um, <laughs> I, went, I went to the 4D theater, so that was pretty cool. So it had smell? I had like, what? It had smell? Yeah, and they moved the seats and stuff, which was kind of cool. All that burning oh. flesh. It was thir- 3D, which was pretty sick. This movie's fun, awesome garbage. And that's how I feel about it. Corey. This will be my last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I said I'd swing. Yeah, you swung! No, this is um, the tale of two movies. I think that the first and second acts of this movie are kind of piddling and not great. I still enjoy them thoroughly, but I don't think they were they lived up to what I wanted. And then Act 3 comes along, and this movie goes from good to spectacular. I loved the way that this movie ends. I thought it was incredible. Mitch. First time I saw this movie... Uh, I the credits rolled, and I thought, did I just hate that? And after a lot of thinking and processing and watching it one more time, which I will be doing again this week, I really like this movie. It does have its issues, but I really do like it a lot. It's rising in my Star Wars scale. Sequel. This movie is well made technically. It's very well acted. I'm going to echo Frank. The story is hot. Garbage. <laughs> this is gonna be fun. Oh god, this is gonna be so, so fun. <laughs> I think the room's divided. I honestly do. Right down the middle. Prove me wrong. We're about to find out. We are about to find out. I'm gonna echo some sentiments here and say that this is a well-shot movie. It looks phenomenal. It really does. It's well acted. I think this movie is good, but there are a few things in this movie I really don't like. And it's kind of it's kind of a basic plot movie. We're not gonna get into. I'm not gonna expand on that any further. But I think it's good. But it could have been better, for sure. And those are our general thoughts from here on out. <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie yet, all the spoilers are building up behind some kind of dam, and they're gonna get set free really, really soon. So violently, open the <laughs> oh, yeah. gates. Fun <laughs> gates will be open in a moment. So this is your last chance to stop the podcast and, for the love of God, go to a theater and see it if this is your thing that you care about. We are now gonna do some spoiler things for Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Got an email from John about Episode Eight. John writes, "Hello, Zeros." I felt compelled to write in following my viewing of The Last Jedi and seeing a lot of negative fan reviews online. As a Star Wars fan since seven years old, this movie delivered. It was exciting and new in many ways. On more than one occasion, I said, wow, aloud. Sure, it's not perfect, but it's everything I wanted Episode Seven to be. Acting from the main characters and effects were great. These characters I've read so much about lived up to their awesomeness on screen. The only things I didn't think worked were the comedy and the master codebreaker plot and character. I've read almost all of the Extended Universe books, now known as Legends, and this reminded me so much of that. This movie took chances, which paid off. I'm even more excited for the future of Star Wars. I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Happy holidays, John. Thank you, John, for the email. If you want to send your thoughts on a movie we're doing, you can send in an email to zthpodcast at gmail.com. We're going to address those points along the way. How do we start? <laughs> How do we start? Uh, let's scene get, by scene. No, I've got notes. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to address the one thing that I think should get addressed and knocked out of the way quick. Um, the disparity between the critic scores and the uh, audience scores, they're trolls. They're not people that actually rated the movie honestly or fairly. 
a bunch of a bunch of people on Reddit that are DCEU fans and hate <clears> Disney <throat> went on and were just rate like ratings bombed this. That's what happened. I feel like that's real. Is that accurate? Like, is there like a Reddit post about that? Yeah, or something? yeah, no, yeah you that's... can find the Reddit thread if you'd like. Because I don't know, I don't. Why did they do that? Didn't they do that with other movies? Like because um, this because this came out right right after their Justice League movie. The just right after their Justice League movie, and right after Disney just bought 21st Century Fox. They're seeing the ring on the wall that the DCEU is getting is going to get swept away in Disney's monopoly. And they're well, trying to fight it. Fox, did that purchase affect the DCEU? Because that, that's Warner Brothers. They own the rights to Batman for TV. Right. So, the, But that's as far as I know it goes. Well, it's just the fact that now the only other fantasy superhero group is Warner Brothers. And now they have to fight Star Wars. They have to fight Marvel. Now they have to fight Fantastic Four. And they have to fight... X-Men. X-Men Deadpool. now. It is everything against them, and they're just ratings bombing it just to try to fight the Monopoly from the inside. But DCU fans hate their movies. I know. <laughs> I never said it was a good thing. I never said it was a good plan. Maybe they hate all movies. <laughs> no try, more fun for try, anyone. <laughs> trying to blow up the Death Star in A New Hope wasn't a good plan either, but we, see, we saw how that worked out. I think it worked out well. It worked out great. Okay. We have this movie. <laughs> I'm just making sure. Yeah. I want to preface my thought. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan here. I've seen all the movies. I don't read any of the books. I haven't seen any of the television shows, the Clone Wars, and any of the Attack of the Clones, whatever you're saying. Clone Wars. I've seen all the movies, right? So uh, from a movie perspective, this did deliver. It was well shot. Covered that in our opening thoughts. Well acted. I don't understand the story. I don't... They did take chances, I, I don't think they delivered, though. I questioned every single move that they made. It, it, it was strange. Um, I felt the, the one scene, the scene that bothered me, it got some laughs in the theaters, but a, a lot of gasps in the theaters, too. Force Awakens leads up to this big moment where Rey hands Luke the lightsaber, he takes off mm. the hood, and he looks at it. That should have been an epic moment in like the history of Star Wars, right? And he takes it and throws it over his shoulder. I was so disrespectful. Cheap laugh. Yeah, you didn't need to do that. I don't know. I felt like Ryan Johnson kind of undid what J.J. Um, Abrams did with The Force Awakens. Agreed. One thing, one thing I gotta say, like, because obviously there, there are different opinions here. There are different opinions from, like, anyone who's listening, and there are a lot of different opinions with the Star Wars movie. It is okay if you like or hate this movie or somewhere in between. What's not okay is when you tell people, like, you're wrong for feeling this way, because there's a lot of that going on. I've seen a lot of only true fans will fill in the blank. Mm, Love this movie, understand this movie, understand how bad this movie is, hate this movie. If you say that, then just get over yourself. It's ridiculous. Like, Well, the the perfect example of how not true that is, is me and Matt are on this side of the the fence and Frank is on that side. Frank is arguably just as big a fan of Star Wars as me and Matt are. So, I mean, clearly that's not, that's not true. That's not a true statement, so. I mean, I don't hate the movie. Mm. See, my thing with what you're saying, going back to your point about the throwing it over, when it happened on screen, I was like, oh, that was a letdown. And again, it goes back to my point that this is a tale of two movies. Like, the first half of this movie, I'm just like, I agree. I think I can question just about every decision that they made. But again, it gets better. You have to say it gets better. Do you you like it less as the movie goes on? We'll get to the third act, because I disagree with you there, too. (laughs) Wow, okay. 
The Force Awakens did the same thing, where they took a dig at the previous movies with the first line. Well, that's fine. Well, they said, the no, 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 hold up. <laughs> they say in The Force Awakens, this will begin to make things right. That's a line, that's a throwaway line that not a lot of people right. even thought of at the time. No, this was a build-up to something okay. that was a total letdown. I understand that, but at the same time, I feel like everything we learned about Luke, what he was doing, what he had done to himself, it all made sense with his reaction with it. Kind of one thing off of that. But I think the thing is, there's other ways to do I that. understand that. And I think that, for me, there's a lot of things in this movie that I'm like, I appreciate what this thing did to get to this point, but it could have been done in a way better way. I think just dropping it would have been a better effect, but... Or having a conversation, or something, yeah, yeah, something. Getting into the beginning of this movie, this movie begins the same exact way that Force Awakens does. Poe shows up, makes some snarky, humorous comments, and then a lot of shooting happens. Yep. Yep. He's a hotshot. It's... So, like, it's fun. But it's that. the same note. It is the same note, and then the rest of the... The rest of that is just them running out of gas, basically, <laughs> and getting picked off, and then... You know, Finn and Rose go save the keymaker from the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. You're so right. I think that scene with Poe would also have been personally a lot better if it wasn't just Poe and it was like Rogue Squadron or whatever they're called now. Like, we get that Poe is a good pilot, but I kind of watched it and I was like, this is a little too ridiculous. Where are the other X-Wings? The payoff of that is Poe being told he's demoted because he brought people in and got them killed. Well, what if some X-Wing pilots got killed in that scene? Like, wouldn't that have made it better, make more sense? It's, why would you send in just Poe to do this job, too? The scene where Poe gets demoted (laughs) by Lord Dern, I guess Leia Leia demotes him initially, and then he said, I'm Commander Dameron. He said, no, you're Cap, that was her last order. That is right out of Top Gun. You're okay. dangerous. It was like, like the yeah, whole back and forth. It's right out of Top Gun. I expected Poe to go like this. <laughs> <laughs> I think Brian Johnson is a Top Gun. Uh, this is a Top Gun fan. I, I said that. Like, I'm like, this is this is Top Gun. I guess, I, <laughs> anybody? No. <laughs> you just stood up in the theater. This is Top Gun. I'm leaving. Who's with me? <laughs> no one's not. I'm so sequel. It's like, well, fuck it. I still got half a box of popcorn anyway. They better play volleyball on the. <laughs> Could have happened next. Tattooing. Unpredictable. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody hates the sand. It's coarse. It gets everywhere. That's right. That's, that's why great was salt, so it was even worse. So, I don't know. I, I actually kind of enjoyed the him pretending like he can't hear oh, what John yeah, Hawks is saying. Did, it was, I thought that was actually kind of funny. It was, that was good. Yeah. It was an 11 on the comedy scale. Mm. It it was too cute. <laughs> Can you hear me? It, it was too cute for what they were doing, but I enjoyed it because that's what Poe is. He's just a fucking jack-off. But it, but it, but the thing is, it was <laughs> so good to movie. see. Yeah, yeah. It was really good to see it from the other side, where, where we're watching Hux. Yeah, it's like, he can gets, he hear me? Yeah, like I, it would have been worse if they were like just like on Poe's face, and yeah. he's like, I believe no. he's tooling with you, sir. <laughs> he would have been shot down, but already, though. I did not like that line, the tooling. I felt like it was very not Star Wars. I was like, <laughs> it took me out of it. I was like, no, nope, don't like that. The whole scene kind of took hold. me out of Star Wars. I thought it worked. I liked it. I liked Until it. Until the battle starts, I didn't... I mean, come I on, think it. about Han when he's in the Death Star, and they're like, oh, everything's fine here, just, um, how are you? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, the same that- bullshit. It's just now we have cell phones, so these jokes matter. Yeah. 
I thought um, Donald Gleason plays General Hux. I thought he was the best actor in the movie. Yeah, he did a, he did a really, really good job. He fit that character yeah. well. I'm glad we got more of him. Yeah, I loved him in this movie. I, I like the way he was the um, the butt of all the jokes. I'll, I mean, he's surprisingly enough probably the character that we get the most character development from. We get a good amount of character development from from Ray Kylo. and Carrie Fisher and Ky- Kylo. I guess <laughs> Kylo, is, oh. Kylo, we get we get some good ones. The Luke, you get a lot of. Yeah. I've seen so many people commenting. There's no character arcs in this. You don't have to like the character arcs, but you, like you can say I hate the character arcs. But there's a lot of character arcs in this Poe, movie. Poe is a complete character change. Yeah, I've, I would agree with that. One, yeah. I think you get more character development with Poe. I, I feel mm-hmm. Poe is barely in Force Finn? Awakens. I don't Finn's know. character arc is huge. Yeah, he woke up. He's, and he's <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying they, they did a good job getting him there. <laughs> Poe naked leaking. I think your circuits are fried, buddy. Oh, what's the next note you got? Blue milk. All right. Mitch. Oh okay. God, that scene was just. Gonna... Was it though? No. Yes. It's, it's green milk. It's blue milk. Is Bantha milk? Oh, it's right. cannon. It was green it's green milk. milk. Come on, yeah. guys. Jeez. But I'm so good. This will be my last point. <laughs> okay. Now, um, okay, for a year. Superman Leia. Oh, I hated it. Right? I want to Doesn't flip a table. Please, does anybody like it and want to defend no. it? Not Matt, like, why do you like it? <laughs> why? Because she's a force user. It why makes not? sense, but it looks awful. It looks awful. And it is unnecessary... Completely unnecessary. Yes. Okay. And they kill Akbar in that scene. Yes. yes. And they just gleam over it. Replace purple hair lady Holdu and put Akbar in her Love place. It. So much better. Love it. Here's my problem with it. Here's my, my defense of it. She should have died. That's yes. my biggest gripe with this movie. Leia should have died. Flying the cruiser. That Leia just should have died anywhere. Mm-hmm. Anywhere in this movie. But she didn't. That would have been a great place for her to die. But because she didn't and she did that, I'm fine with it because it's it's happened before, whatever bullshit nonsense. Before. Yeah. She passed IRL, you know. Yeah. They finished writing all her stuff. So they're not going to reshoot it just because she died. Well, that's what I heard they did. I heard they did reshoots and I thought she was going to die in this movie and she didn't. That was my biggest letdown for this whole fucking movie. So, one, I don't disagree. I think she should have had her moment to, to go away. You can't do it in that scene because it's way too early. The weird in space for a couple seconds, force using yourself back in, definitely a bad choice. But what I will say is the goodbye that she gets as the last shot, that's almost like a picture and everybody's like looking at her as if they're looking at her for the last time. Just from an actual artistic standpoint, that is a beautiful, brilliant shot. I now have a second thing to add. The first thing is that I hated the Leia outside coming back thing, whatever. That got a bigger laugh from me than any joke they did in this movie. I, because yeah, it I chuckled so out loud. Stupid. <laughs> and I hated it. Yeah. When her eyes, like, suddenly. <laughs> I knew they were going to do it, too. Yes, as soon as it happened, I thought she was going to reach out to somebody with the Force, like she did with Luke in Empire, or something like that. But no. Pull down a Star Destroyer. <laughs> She's not circular. Yeah. And I agree that she should have died there because you don't really need Leia, the rest of her part in this movie. She doesn't really need to be around for it. I get that they wanted to give her more screen time. That's fine. She's one of the big three. But the thing that the problem we run into now, now that she's actually passed away, the actress Carrie Fisher, is that she dies off screen in the third movie. They just mention it as an afterthought. Unless somehow they filmed a shot of her dying in this movie that they didn't use 
and they put that in the third movie. That's the only way that this is acceptable, because they said they're not going to CGI her into mm-hmm. the third movie. Yeah. Her image will not be used. So then, if mm-hmm. someone's like, oh, by the way, remember when Leia died six months ago? Sad. That's, Moving on. That's the worst yeah. treatment of that character. You could have It's made the worst her. treatment of that human. Like, that, her as a person, like, that's not the way that Carrie Fisher deserved to go out with, with something a little brighter. You, yeah, but... Like again, that that final shot is beautiful, but there, she deserved she deserved that on screen death. We deserve that on screen death. She and Holdu are like literally talking, uh, and she's about to fly the cruiser herself. And Holdu says, "No, no, no I'll do it." You could have easily added to that, easily shot a like behind Carrie Fisher, or you had no problem CGIing her to float through space. So have her fly the cruiser. What a heroic death! The only good thing that I think you'd be missing is her line to Poe later, where she says, uh, "Why, why are you following? Why are you looking at me? Follow him." Which was a great line, but you need to keep her alive for that entire thing. The thing you do miss is her reunion with her brother. If she dies that early, that's yeah, the only sure. thing I can defend mm-hmm. about keeping her alive that mm-hmm. long and not yeah. having her die. But they could have done that in another. They could have pushed that scene later and had her see Luke again or something if that was a goal. But that's all I got on the matter. They open episode nine with Leia's funeral. This way they don't have to use her likeness. I'm okay with it. That's a good, I mean, that's a nice, yeah. that would be a nice send-off. I don't like it as much, but it's the best we could get. It's yeah. the best that we can get without them it just being totally off-camera. Yeah. I mean, I loved the Luke-Leia reunion mm-hmm. moment, but I don't know that I miss it if they don't put it in, and I think the reason that it needs to be in there is because Luke hands her the lucky dice mm-hmm. from the Falcon, which, of course, Kylo then finds... Causing even more conflict within him. It, it's I just don't. I liked the moment. I'm glad that we got it. But as far as having to change it on the fly because of events that happened in the real world, I would have understood if they had changed it. You know what I mean? I have more gripes. Can I? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> we should get into positive at some point. But yes, Snoke. Yeah, well, he's so lame. <laughs> he was he's lame. incredibly lame. No. They turn him into Hugh Hefner. He's showing up in a cold <laughs> bathroom, straight chilling on a throne. Then you have you had so many questions about him, right? We spent yeah. literally years talking about who yeah. is this guy, what, what's his character, what's he all about. And they, they just I don't know. They did him dirty. I, I didn't like it at all. Her her and Phasma. I would say. Yeah, Phasma but too. I, but we don't know the Phasma. Phasma I can... Oh, Phasma's dead. Phasma's dead. And I can, and I can defend her death. death. I agree. I, I do like I'm the fact Phasma's that alive. Kylo takes over, but Snoke, we were all cheated on. We're cheated on the background things that everybody like that had fan theories for, yes, but killing Snoke is the first big step that we've seen in the new trilogy of them leaving... The original behind. Everybody, one of everybody's big gripes with The Force Awakens is, oh my gosh, it's almost like an exact replica of A New Hope. I really hope The Last Jedi isn't that. Snoke dying is that first big step where we're like, okay, clearly not. Because Palpatine goes all three, Snoke doesn't. You did hear a lot of The, the Force Awakens as being a simple remake, reboot of New Hope. Whatever. It's not a big gripe. These movies are going to make money... Anyway, I think having it be that reboot remake did more service to the fans than the prequels did. Mm-hmm. 
right? People hated the prequels. This was more like the original trailer. I think they should have kept going in that direction. You can keep the same spirit and keep the same themes without this movie being a reboot remake of Empire Strikes Back. That would have been fine. Yeah, but they're, they're going away from it completely. I don't think that's wise. I don't, I don't know. It just, this didn't feel like a Star Wars movie to me. Like, I like the fan theories. I like doing the research. I like people throwing their ideas around. That's a lot of fun. And they just kind of, like, pissed all over it. <laughs> y- your questions going in or who's Snoke, who's Ray's parents, you get nothing. You get throwaway lines. You don't get any backstory. I, uh, I well, don't know. Well, you get the, the, the best teaser of the entire new trilogy. They were garbage people. You were thrown away. That's clearly not true. Right, but is so, it a teaser? I hope it's I, true. I, I love that. I hate it. I love that. I hate it I don't because want I, feel be like what Frank, I feel like important. what Sequel is saying about, like, they're just messing with us, like, is true. And it's, like, if that's how it's going to, every Star Wars reveal is going to be from now on, I feel like, why do I want to spend time thinking about this when you're just going to do this? I think Snoke, would you could have made that scene with Kylo taking over. Don't ever have any Snoke character... That makes it make us go. Oh, who is this? Who's this awesome, like, cool guy? Is he is he forty feet tall? Like all the questions we ask. How does space get like that? Is he a force user? The only question they answer is, is he a force user? And he was a strong force oh, user. Yeah, yeah he except was. except for one freaking moment where he just died, died. because of it. Um, I have expected him to pull the lightsaber out and be like, "You can't kill me, boy," exactly. or something like that. But like, you could have just had the first what's it called? First order being a bunch of moths in charge, and have replaced that scene with Kyle killing all of them. A bunch of moths that don't even need that many, like, names, and it would have been better than, like, this built-up character that we feel gypped on. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that we don't... I don't feel like I got robbed a Snoke story, because I do. I'm simply defending it as at least it's not going to end up being Kylo versus Rey... Over Snoke, and then when Snoke's about to kill Rey, Kylo comes in and chops his arms off and throws him down a pit. <laughs> that was close enough. Yeah. What we got was close enough. And then it went further. And then well, he yeah. took over. It's not... It's close enough, and then it just goes... Uh, would Sequel, would it have been better if when he gets chopped up, that he just reassembled himself and left? Or would you have been angry because they killed him and then brought him back? I don't don't kill him at all. Keep him around. Okay. <laughs> don't introduce an awesome character th- with all these questions and just just treat him like he doesn't exist. <laughs> no species, no backstory, no nothing. That's, no, no. that's it. That that's the one thing that bothers me. It's like it's like Snoke seduced our son. It's like how? <laughs> Good talk. Look, how? You don't know. You don't know. Okay, we we don't need it. I get your point. My whole big thing is I don't like when people get brought back from the dead because dead, especially when their deaths are like a powerful moment because I feel like it cheapens that moment later on. Yeah, that that's always been a pet peeve of mine. But this this is totally different. It's it's not a powerful moment. It's it's a, it's a little bit of a holy shit moment because yeah, it's, it's you, you don't yeah. you don't see it coming. But like it's like wow really like that's it we're we're not gonna get any anything out of this that's uh, no one's gonna talk about Snoke going to Episode Nine and everybody's talking about him going to Episode Eight. I mean they do heavily hint that Kyle's gonna kill Snoke because I've seen his future he doesn't kneel before Snoke. It's in so, the same scene though. No, but I mean like, but anyway so but they they do a, mm-hmm. at least a good job they do lay breadcrumbs of him and you know that Kyle like somebody has to be evil so. 
Once Snoke's gone, you you know who it is. Mm-hmm. There's no one else left. Unless it's Hawks slowly trying to weave. That would be the lamest thing ever. People who use the Force against General Hux. <laughs> <laughs> he gets tricked by Poe's uh, yeah by Poe's uh, voicemail, yeah. tooling with him, as it were. Uh, to touch on the Ray's parents, garbage people thing, I'm going to hit this real quick. They were really showing that Force users could be nobodies, as I showed at the last scene, which was fine. But they also really showed Leia and Luke communicating. They also kind of showed Kylo and Rey doing that, too. And then Snoke was like, no, I did that. But then at the end, they still did it. <laughs> so maybe it's a throwaway, just BS, not really. Weren't they actually was. looking at each other in the last scene? They no, that was, the, no, that was the bond. Yeah. yeah, that was the bond, yeah. So That's weird. They were the Han and Leia places. thing again. It's very Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Aquamancy. Yeah, it, it was so Aquamancy. <laughs> I'm going, I know what this is, but god damn it, these Harry Potter people are going to love <laughs> this <laughs> shit. <laughs> so the dream could still yeah. be alive, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. <laughs> I thought one of the one of the moments, the quick joke moments that I actually got a lot of enjoyment out of, is when Kylo is like doing like the, I just got out of the shower mm-hmm. turn. And she's like, can you just put a shirt on? Like, she's actually looking up and away where she is. I actually really enjoyed that moment. I'm sure Sequel hated it. His pants are way too high. I'm like, dude, this is uncomfortable for me. How high your pants are. Isn't that that like a karate thing, though? Are there certain, like... Yeah, I think it is. Like... Japanese, it's a different like, culture, guys. Yeah, culture. I, no, I like, know, but I'm oh, just and that's uh, like all those royal guards, very like samurai as yeah. armor. Yeah, I was wondering, are they the Knights of Ren? I, I think yeah, so. I think they're. But we didn't see any force powers. I hope they're not, because I want to see Knights of Ren. I do too. See, yep. Episode nine, I want to see Kylo Knights of Ren. Oh god, we, well, that's we've how had so much build up over Knights of Ren, also not delivered. Mm-hmm. Really upset about that. Mm-hmm. To that scene, though, I thought of the SNL skit with Adam Driver doing undercover boss. Yeah, I just saw Kylo Ren get out of the shower. He has an eight pack. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually great. <laughs> I'll go with my one of the, my big grapes that is really more of a question that's left unanswered. They get sent to the casino town by Maz to find the person wearing the big flower lapel, the keymaker, the keymaker. And then they Look find him, get thrown in prison instead, and then they run into Benicio Del Toro, who is apparently that guy. How did the other guy get the lapel? No, did the he's guy. Guy. He was also a guy. That's it. He's Different. also, he's he's a less scrupulous, maybe not less scrupulous, but... Uh, he's a fuckboy. Yeah, he's a sneakier it's, codebreaker. That's it. That's the stupid. master codebreaker that they sent, totally worthless, didn't need any point, just a cameo... And here's what I think they should have done that would have made that scene so much better. Have that be Lando. I thought it was going to be Lando. I was 100%. I was, I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen the trailers. It's going to be Lando. And it was, who cares? It's the guy from The Leftovers, which The Leftovers is a great show, but who cares? Yeah. I didn't even realize that until something. I thought it was Dennis from uh, Always Sunny Philadelphia until I looked at the end. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, he looks good. He got in Star Wars. Fuck this guy. He was in Firefly. He was? Yeah, Dennis. He's the one when uh, he, they're running out. He's like, "Take me with you!" Oh shit! Yeah, that's okay. Dennis Reynolds. Look at that. My point being, because they don't end up using that master codebreaker with the big lapel, 
There's no point in even mentioning that. They might have, Maz could have just said, there's a code breaker there, go find him. And it would have been just as effective. Because apparently all they needed to do was go to prison. They should have gotten arrested right away. They could have saved... A couple hours. A couple hours, which clearly time is of the essence when you're literally doing a countdown clock of how much fuel the ship has... Well, things might have gone a little better for them had they gotten into contact with the actual codebreaker they were supposed to meet. Yes, I think that I think the movie would have been better without the casino. What is it, Canto Bite? Canto Bite. Whole thing. You could have changed it. To me, it looked like it reminded me of the prequels. It looked very cartoony. I didn't really like any of the aliens that were introduced, which those scenes I usually love because I'm like, I'm like, I don't care if it's pointless. The aliens were awesome. Well, it's fans uh, the universe. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I, I don't need an action figure of the uh, opera singer lady. Like, I don't. Um, and, yeah, their plan fails. It just seemed like a, we want... And it's funny, because, like, the the message that they're trying to push of, like, war is terrible, and people benefit from it, and animal cruelty is bad. It's like, I agree with all those things. But I felt like it was just pushed down. It was so obviously in there for getting that pushed in there. You could have had Finn and Phasma fight in a different way, in a different sequence. The since we're, I don't want to sound like I'm being too negative in this movie because I did enjoy watching it, but it's one of my biggest gripes of the entire movie is there. That Canto bite scene doesn't need to exist at all because because hold on, hold on. Because th- this movie uses a terrible trope that I hate the most. Holdo's plan, had she just told Poe what was going on, none of this happens. Yes. <laughs> None of it happens, and I hate that trope so much when you can't say one sentence that easily explains your plan and stops all the bullshit. Especially when you have guns on you and there's a mutiny about to happen. <laughs> yeah, that no. would have saved the mutiny, would have saved everything. No point keeping it a secret. Yes. I can't that figure point, it out. There's no mole. They're all getting blown up by the First Order. There's, you don't have to worry about somebody you're secretly working for the First Order on your ship, because guess what? Exactly. They're going to die, too. But that could have been so well explained if you just said, we're worried about a spy. Yeah. Like, you could have written away the fact that it was so bad that she didn't by just one line, but they didn't. That's actually a really good point that I hadn't thought about, but goddamn, that's true. <laughs> I will say there is one positive to gleam from the Canto Bite scene, and that is the future of the Resistance. You see kids who are now being introduced to the resistance that are going to eventually be the next wave of resistance fighters that are always going to fight for good and peace in the galaxy and you need that i agree with that a thousand percent that was the one redeeming quality of having canto bite in the movie that and developing a love interest for finn that is not right yes yeah no (laughs) i i gotta yeah so i think that one of the things that's difficult about this movie is there is a lot that I don't like, but almost everything, with the exception of Superman, Leia, like everything else that I have a problem with, leads to something that I really love. Snoke's death leads to Kylo being the man in charge, and I love it. Phasma's death leads to Finn becoming completely committed and then almost sacrificing himself. Uh, like, yeah, there's so many things that I I. I hate, but then it leads to something that I'm like, but I love this even more that, in the end, I enjoy this movie more than I hate it. I have a question for the Star Wars fans about Phasma's armor. I have no fucking clue. Palpatine's ship. Yep. Oh, yeah, the Navajo ship. It's made what? Ship. No, what's the ship made out of? Like, is it like oh, it's a rare, a rare? It, it, right. It's that's, that's not metal. <laughs> <laughs> Everything on Naboo is chrome. Yeah. It's... What? Yeah. 
Where? When? What? Visual I can go bad. get the book if you want. <laughs> I believe you. I just wish they had, you know, said that, mentioned it before. And they blew that ship up. Like, well, I guess that's kind of cool with like the extension. Like, you gotta do a little bit of research, but that's fine. But if it's like rare, I was wondering, like, why don't they make all stormtroopers? No, it, it's more of a, it's more of like a, they have a, a collector's. <laughs> it's more of a collector's item yes. than than like a than like a power thing. Well, I don't it, know it, though. It deflected a yeah. blaster. Like, of course it did. Of course it did. Because a blaster is never going to puncture through a ship's hull. Yeah. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I get it makes sense, but I'm like, what it's, is it's this? A fixed, Why does everyone have that's, that's a fixed resource, yeah. yeah. That makes Finn even more awesome. Yes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Finn is the bomb.com. Um, yeah. They, they did another really cool trick art shot in that scene when you see uh, Gwendolyn's eye mm-hmm. because now she's human. So, like, you know, the whole premise of Stormtroopers is that they're nameless, faceless soldiers. They all look the same. They're all, uni- I mean, outside of Phasma, they're all very uniform. So they act as one unit. Seeing her eye makes her real now. Mm-hmm. So, which is why I don't think she dies because that comes back now. When Finn and Phasma Part Three show up, you know, he's got that. He's like, I know. I know you're in. I, I, know, I know. I know. I know. I can kill you because I know that you're flesh and blood somewhere. Yeah. Take the helmet off, face me with your real eyes, or something stupid like that. And I really hope she's dead. Because if she comes back from that, I I'm gonna be upset. I don't think she dies. Full Boba Fett. It was so elaborate. Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm. I as soon as it happened, I was like, she didn't die. I I looked at him. I was like, she didn't. He didn't. She didn't die. There's a feeling in my gut, and I was like, I hope she's dead. I (laughs) hope they don't try to bring her back from that. I rather, I'm, I'm more happy with her coming back than Snoke. Yeah. Snoke can't yeah, come back, right? There are people who think that he is a clone. Um, and that, and he, like, the reason he's all messed up is because he was, like, a, it was a failed, like, clone yeah. thing. And then I'm hearing that Ray's a clone. And I hate clones, honestly, and I don't want to see any more like of them. He looks like a clone. Yeah, you guys need to know. <laughs> <that's actually. laughs> he, I, I mean, to me, he looks like one of the aliens on Kamino. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Another, it's a little uh, like a failed Vader clone. Oh, gosh. I wouldn't hate oh, that. Oh, yeah. I mean, people have been pointing out the, like, scar on Vader's yeah. head and his scar and... I mean, it's not. I mean, we all know that he's Jar Jar Binks. I would be okay with Snoke as a clone, but Rey as a clone, I really don't want to. It would make sense why she says, who are my parents? And she sees herself in the vision. That would kind of make sense that she's a clone, but I I would hate that. Second second Harry Potter reference we get, by the way. With a mirror of (laughs) Irised. There's a lot of Harry Potter. Yeah, the dark dark side literally is, is just... Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Me and Ryan Stone. Johnson on the same Blu-ray as Top Gun and Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> he was like... He might own a few more. <laughs> he, was watching, uh, he was watching Harry Potter, what, six? He was like, huh, there's something about this Akin Nancy <laughs> shit. I'm gonna write it down. We saw Yoda again. That was cool. Yeah, oh, that was, that was great. That I, I literally teared, they just, I teared they up. That got spoiled for me. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. What? Oh. No, it, I'm so John sorry. Boyega was on a show, and the, the host was talking to him and uh, said, "Like, oh, it's a good movie. They bring Yoda back." And he like looks around, like, "You can't say that." <laughs> <laughs> so it's that someone sent that clip, and I watched it. My like, oh, wait, who's who said that? Who spoiled the host of the well, show? The host spoiled it. Was it yeah. Graham Norton okay, show? It was like a, Graham Norton would do that. No, it was it was. Uh, I think it was the England's version of Good Morning. America. It doesn't matter. The Yoda looked good to you guys? I thought so. Yeah, yeah. He's back to being a puppet. Yeah, it felt puppet. like Empire Strikes Back, uh, Return of the Jedi, Yoda. 
way oh, more than yeah. It was it was a so lot good. more blue. I didn't like the lightning strike that Yoda has the powers of the weather now, but they killed they killed the tree that he has force lightning. He didn't. I mean, a Yoda's, like a Yoda's used force lightning before. B he didn't use force whoa, lightning. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He caused the he caused the lightning strike, which is something that is in the force power set. C motherfuckers watch Rebels. Yes. God damn it! I don't want everything that happened in this movie happening in Rebels to affect the movies. I agree with you. It doesn't affect the movies, but the shit happened already, so it makes sense. I get that Rebels is canon, but like helicopter lightsabers, to me, I'm like, no, 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 that's not canon. That's like a like the childhood way of telling you to make it look cool. Yes, (laughs) but they're cool. They also explain it away. I mean. When you stop having Jedi battle training, you have to figure out a way to use lightsabers that way. Oh my gosh. It's stupid. It's so but, stupid. You know. it's General Grievous. Mm. Exactly. General. You take General Grievous, you take the fact that they only treat these kids with this much, how do we make them fly? Repulsors in the it fucking handles, and it spins around because helicopters this are all going to get edited out anyway. I know. This whole podcast <laughs> is going to get edited out. I don't give a shit. True. I'm just defending stuff. <laughs> is this the only Star Wars movie without a lightsaber duel? No, we get lightsaber duel. What? Not not lightsaber versus lightsaber. That's not the duel. They battle with lightsabers, yes, but is this the only one without a lightsaber duel? Well, besides Rogue One. Rogue One. So, yes, it is. So, of the episodes, then, is the only one. How do we feel about that? I thought there should have been more lightsaber. I'm always pro lightsaber. Technically, Kylo and Luke lightsaber. Do they they have one clash and then. Which doesn't make sense to me. No, 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 no. The actual moment when. Kylo is running at Luke after all the AT-ATs try to blow him up and he walks out. Kylo goes down and they have... I mean, it's yeah, not a very long one. Yeah, their lightsabers clash a bunch of times. No. no they uh, don't. He dodges. Or dodges. I thought he... I thought he blocked out of the way. Not at all. Yeah, he, the continuity would be a disaster if they did that. I want to touch on continuity while we're here. I picked up... What? No, I picked up on the second time. The fight at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously I know what happens. I picked up on it the second time I watched the movie. He doesn't stir any of the salt sand when he moves. And I'm oh. like, that's really well done. That's and really he's, nice and he's using the, blue the lightsaber. Yeah, he's using like, Anakin's Me and my friend broke. looked at it the first time we watched it and we were like, they messed up, they messed up. He also looks younger. Got so. yeah, yeah, horrible. Yeah. I hate when they, they, give, they make him not old Luke. I'm like, you look... Terrible. It, make, it makes sense, though. If it he's going sense. out in a final battle, he's going to look his best. Yeah, you're <laughs> going to look like old crazy men. At least Luke, they didn't CGI the facial hair off his face. Yeah, oh, but yeah. it just looked terrible. Like, they should have just had Winter Soldier do it. <laughs> Anytime they did the young scenes, it pissed me off. Go ahead, Corey. I loved that scene. I loved it top to bottom. I called that he wasn't really there from the minute he stepped oh, out. I'm not saying I didn't like it. But what I'm saying is, if you're going to fucking make him look younger... <laughs> Make him look younger. Don't cut his hair and be like, obviously he's younger. His beard isn't as long. His hair wasn't gray anymore. And it was cropped like this. It looked terrible. He looked ter- He just looked terrible. terrible. I thought he looked terrible. I think it looked he great. Looked terrible. I, I, loved I, it. I loved it. He looked terrible. I, it was terrible. I, yeah, the moment I, I saw the... attention the, to detail on that. And again, well, as soon as he turned on the blue lightsaber, I was like, proves my point. He's not really there. Well, what if he mm-hmm. was there... Then that it would have been scene, a continuity That issue. scene with the AT-ATs all shooting at him, it still would have delivered the same laugh and it's still like, oh, that was cool, but you would have, in the back of your mind, been like, that yeah. was so stupid. <laughs> like, but no I think, way. But I think it was a... Per- it was a they, they did it on purpose. They didn't give him the blue lightsaber because that's what they wanted. I think they he 
they gave him the blue lightsaber as a hint, like, mm-hmm. hey, he's not here, guys. Yeah. Kind of I did that dumb to know that. Yes. Because it, that blue lightsaber was is causing a lot of issues they for They just him. broke it in the scene before. I'm not... Yeah. He didn't he have it out. He didn't have it out until he came down there. Yeah, but Luke's never used that saber in front of Kylo. Yeah, he did when he. No, no, no he has it. He's lost it by the time Kylo's yep. been born. Yeah. You're right. Well, after. So he's had the green lightsaber for a while by the time Kylo's born. Word. I gotta pull the room because I think I'm the only one. But probably the fact that Luke's not there, everyone's okay with that. Yeah, like it. Of course. I wish he'd really been there, but I can get behind. I'm them doing that. I'm unsure still. Yeah. Because part of me still goes, the old man never left the island. Grumpy old Luke never left. I think I would have been, like, I'm coming to terms more with Luke's death and the passing away, and I like the fact that it's like Yoda, but part of me still goes, but he never friggin' left, he never actually did, like, yes, he does something, but he never actually does something. The whole scene he has with Yoda, when Yoda, like... That speech is kind of for naught because he never leaves the island and never trains Ray. That's why I have a problem with it. Initially, I'm like, the Iron Man 3'd it. They have the final battle and the guy's not even there. He's pulling, he's controlling it from behind the scenes. I do love the fact that he exerted all of his energy and he, and he, and he self-sacrificed. Even though he wasn't there, that part of us, I'm very torn about it because I, I wish he was there. But I get the choice that they made. Do you think that him, passing away was an exerting of energy or a... I didn't. I think it was just he chose, like, this is my moment. I thought he had nothing left. He let it all... Yeah, the way he fell off the yeah. rock, I felt like he burned it all. And it's column A, column B for me. I think he used whatever he had, and as soon as he looks back out at that horizon and sees the two the two suns falling beneath, like, all of those days when he was a kid on Tatooine... It was, he felt at, he came to terms. He came to grips. He did what he felt he needed to do. They planted the breadcrumbs really well. When the whole when they Kylo and Ray first do it, Kyle's like, "You're not doing this. The strain would kill you." Luke just did that for so long and so complicated. That's absolutely what killed him. Yeah, I disagree, but that's okay. <laughs> um, Go ahead. I I think that um, it, I understand how you feel about the uh, Yoda scene being off or not. But my devil's advocate is that. Luke's going to come back as a Force Ghost and continue race training. So, I hope and so. and Yoda also says there's nothing in those books that Ray doesn't already have. So, it's because Ray has the books. Did everybody miss that? Yeah, she, the books are in the yeah. ship. She Ray has the books. What? Ray has the books. You yeah. missed the books oh, on the Falcon. She's got the books in the Falcon. When he pulls the blanket out to oh, give it to Rose, the books. The, that's that's the why Yoda says there's nothing in I, this tree I, that Ray I, does not I already possess. I watched that both times. Was like whatever those things are. They look fancy and nice. It was. It was. That's good. I think. I think that was one of. They didn't look like books to me. One of Yoda's biggest contributions to this story wasn't the heart-to-heart, master-to-apprentice moment speech that he had. I mean, that was great. It was great. But Yoda knows, despite how much Luke wants the Jedi to die, he can't light the fire to do it himself. So he's stand- that's why he brings the lightning bolt down, because he's like, he's never going to do this. And then, if he goes in there and sees that the books aren't there, he's going to throw it down, bring up his X-Wing, and go and fly and actually do this himself. No, he has to learn... To actually be one with the Force. Because that's what's going to make him a Force Ghost. That's what's going to let Ray 
finish and finish her training. I have a question about that again to the Star Wars guys. How come Obi Wan couldn't train Luke as a Force ghost? How come Luke had to go find Yoda to c- uh, continue his training? Because obviously you'd rather get trained by one. You'd rather get trained by somebody who's alive, and Yoda's still alive. Two, Yoda is the greatest Jedi teacher of all times. He trained Obi Wan. He's trained hundreds and thou- of thousands of Jedi. So, do you feel in Episode Nine we're going to get more of Luke training Rey? Mm-hmm. I don't think Something. we're going to get any of it. We're going to get a touch. We're going to get a touch of it. I think he's going to because be they can't for a minute. And here's and here's why I think we're going to get at least some of it because I can't imagine them doing one of these movies without one of the big three. They obviously can't use Han. They clearly can't use Leia. They still can tap Luke because they, the they gave him. They gave him. They gave him an out. Yeah. A Force Ghost is always an out. Yep. And he's still alive, so he can be in that movie. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to give him something. I don't think it's going to be a lot, but I think we're going to get some. Even if it's just like a quick training montage, and you just kind of see a blue Force Ghost and like her doing like her moves with the lightsaber. That'd be the first montage ever in a Star Wars movie? Yeah. Rocky music playing. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't even need to be anything real. Like, I mean, she could just be doing practicing, and Finn can be like, like nudge Poe. What's she doing over there? I don't know. She's practicing her lightsaber, and then we see it from Poe, from Ray's angle, and we actually see Luke. Like nobody else can see the Force Ghost unless you're a Force user. I would love to see a scene with Luke, Force Ghost Luke, and Kylo with the whole see around kid. Oh, I and think like, that's definitely what's going to happen. I really hope we see that and I, see Kylo doing his emo like freaking out thing whenever that happens. Because I think they're going to pull that from. Uh, legacy comics, which was Luke's great grandson who didn't want anything to do with the Force, so he kept death sticking away his Force powers, whatever. <laughs> and Luke kept coming to him and being like, "Hey, fuck boy, that's what are you doing?" Quote. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and he's like, "Oh, I don't want to be a Force user anymore." He's like, "Well, stop it!" And he's like, "Oh." I think that'd be hysterical. Except Kylo is a little whiny son of a gun, so he's just gonna cry about it the whole time. Fuck boy, the son of a gun. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for cleaning up the language. <laughs> You're welcome. I didn't want you to waste that explicit tag on little old me. Mitch can't be on podcast with explicit tags. Jesus. So, I did like, um, we oh, get we, we get the callback. We get the Luke callback. Amazing. Everything you said, everything you just said is wrong. Yeah. So he says it to Ray, like, mm-hmm. sincerely, like, you know nothing. Like, it was almost a you know nothing Jon Snow moment. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, when Kylo says it, like you just get this smile, like this smile comes over Luke's face, like he just smirks and, and then drops the line. I was like, "Okay, that was Solid. that was well done. That's the way. That's the way you bring back that line." That whole scene where he first uses the line and he has the readout and he's like, he like reach out. That was the funniest scene in the movie to me. I, I got a big laugh out of that. Please. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling it. <laughs> I thought there was a lot of forced comedy in this. Though, it was. Right? There was there. I found the same level of unnecessary force comedy in this as I found in Ragnarok. Where I thought Ragnarok had a lot of force comedy in it. This 2017 is the year of force comedy in movies, I feel. It's the I Disney know. formula right yeah. now. That's what it is. I think BB-8 was the worst of it. Like, the machine gun uh, coin thing? Like, come on. It wasn't yeah. that, like... I didn't hate that. <laughs> I didn't hate it either. Star Wars is for kids. I like... But using all the... It would have been... I like it, it, 
I like the porgs. Yeah, why not? why can't you have cute aliens? That's fine. One too many porgs scenes, though. <laughs> yeah, a little too much. They really shoved them down and throws in this. I mean, it's the new toy. Yeah. It's the new toy. No, 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 no. It's about selling toys and people. The Chewbacca eating the thing was that was, that, was good, but that was good comedy. That and like one one or two on the Falcon would have been fine. Yeah. When, but he does, every time. when he does the battle cry with Chewie, that's that's fine. I like that. It's the one right before it and the one right after the battle cry one. Those are the two that I'm just like you don't. Yeah, you don't. Chewbacca yeah. and the Porg are the new Snoopy and Woodstock. Yeah. <laughs> oh my I God. like the way they, they, they explain it as, well, we have all these fucking birds, so we had to explain away the birds, so we just made up Porgs. And I'm like, good job. I hated the caretakers, though. Oh, they were terrible. That was so random. I thought it was funny. I don't know. When she I mean, they were funny. She slices through the rock, oh, yeah. and it's a t- I don't know if you guys have ever seen Avatar The Last Airbender, but that's a total cabbage guy moment. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. just takes out the car. <laughs> they just look up. Oh. That was one of the few, like, actual jokes that I thought was really well done. Favorite Man. scene. Anybody? You go. With the rolling eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the the, the Kylo Ray team-up scene. That was good. The whole thing, it shot beautifully, the fire yeah, raining down, that was mesmerizing to me. Looked great, the action, that's probably the best action in the movie, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. And that's probably an all-time Star Wars scene. Even though I don't care for this movie too much, and I and I, it's in the bottom half for me of this, of Star Wars, that scene is right up there. You know what's beautiful about that scene is that it's finally a, a good lightsaber battle when they're outnumbered that actually has consequences. So the the original trilogy, the lightsaber battles are not at strong points. They're cool, but they don't have the choreography. They don't have the technology. Yeah. The prequels. The lightsaber battles are awesome, but there are no stakes. Right. There are no stakes when all you when all you're doing is killing a bunch of clones or I'm sorry, droids. droids. When you're killing a bunch of droids, there's no stakes. In this, those are people in those suits. There are stakes involved. So for that, it was really cool, and they actually put up a good fight. It wasn't like they like got knocked out in like 30 seconds, and they only had like one that they had to kind of deal with together. Do the weapons that they use have any? They look pretty cool. The one with, that was a sword that you whip. gave it a little. Flip I definitely yeah, thought one was a, a, oh, that so one cool. was a light whip. I thought I thought just because of the way it was like a sword and then he was the whipping around and shit. I was like, okay, what we got going on here? It was a beautiful scene when it's like wrap, is that wrapped around like the lightsaber blade and pulling it in yeah. via mm-hmm. the lightsaber blade? That was cool. That was really cool. That set though, that's the colors. It was just beautiful. Yeah, and it's then you then you the get background. yeah. Yeah, and then once the fire, like, knocks out the red walls and is actually the outside, it's like a window to the ship, like, you can see out into space. I, that, it was really, really And beautiful. that was payoff for Star Wars fans who always saw the Imperial Guards and were like, they look so cool, but in the movies we never get anything from them. Anything. Never. Anybody else? Favorite scene? I'll go. Finn fighting Phasma. That's my favorite scene in the movie. That was the only scene in the movie where I got... A real jolt of emotion in me. I was like, "Kick her ass, Finn!" Because Finn's my boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Finn's allowed to be a boy. He's, he's That's a good boy. Good. My favorite is when I forget her name already. Wow, you Rose, must have really Rose, enjoyed that scene. The Jurassic Park lady Lord drives Dern. the ship <laughs> through everybody Hold else. That's awesome. It looked amazing. That's my second favorite scene, and that's a cool callback to Rogue One because they do mention um, light speed tracking as one of the plans that the. Uh, Empire has. And that was cool, because we got into light speed, we got away being like an auto-escape every time. It was cool, but yeah. When it, all, the, all the sound goes out, like, yes. you're watching that with all these people, and you, you heard like people just like, whoa, wow. 
the theater oh, so Somebody yeah, in my theater said, so boom! I saw the movie twice. Both times someone did that. I was like, are you serious? This is going to be every time I see this movie? <laughs> I, um, initially, initially, it, when that scene first happened, it's not that it didn't, what didn't look cool or it wasn't a good idea. I don't understand why that wasn't the plan in the first place. You could have let the transports off. You know that they can't track the transports. They're still tracking you. Turn around, jump the light speed in. The entire middle section of this movie doesn't need to happen. In defense of that, obviously, you need one, you need the movie, and two, that's like a last ditch resort. You don't want to lose that ship. You need that big ship. I just, you know, it just kind of kills it. Two things with that scene. I am a sucker for self-sacrifice, so mm-hmm. that, that's right up there with one of my favorite scenes in the movie. It's good. It's a I great scene. Always wondered though when they tra- when they travel by light speed, hyperspace, how they never run into anything. And I always thought it was pretty. It's cool that they actually did it because that's always been a question of mine. I think ships showing up in light speed happened way too often in this movie. Like I feel like it happened. It felt like every ten minutes they were just like popping up. <laughs> I don't know. It looked cool like the first couple of times, but I thought they kind of overused it. In the very first Star Wars movie, Han actually talks about why it takes so long to jump to light speed. There's a lot of calculations. If you're a couple feet off one way or the other, you could materialize in an asteroid belt and you're done. Or you could fly through an asteroid belt and die. So these bigger ships probably just have some sort of science to actually make the path through, is what I assume. One, love the self-sacrifice. That was a great moment, and it really makes Holdo a better character in my mind, although it would have been like, better had it gone to Leia, like we said, but it's Or Akbar. Or Akbar. Yeah. But uh, the reason I don't think they could do that, because they were focused on the transports, and when they saw it powering the light speed, they're like, it's just a distraction. There would have been no distraction. They probably would have tried to avoid that mm-hmm. had they done it without the transports. Well, in a perfect world, they would have... They, they would. It would have gone for another three hours past the planet. All of the little transports would now be on the planet, and then the ship would have gone down. And she was going to self-sacrifice herself either way, right? Somebody has to stay on that ship to make sure it's pointed in the right direction. I don't think the there's, ship has. Yeah, there's a difference between self-sacrifice and just like going down with going the ship. down with the ship. That's fair. All right, so I guess one of Frank's favorite part, right? He did it. That was his scene. That was yours. We're going this way? You did your favorite part, right? No. Oh, right, you started something else, right? Yeah. I was just wanted to talk about, like, the the gripey side of of that scene. Because it's there. Like, people... I've heard people complain about it. My favorite moment is Luke showing up on the salt plains. Luke showing up in in the base, walking through, talking to Leo... Once the Death Star cannon bl- blasts open the door, everybody watches him walk out. He's, you know, he's the hope. He's the name that everybody's, you know, these people only know him as a legend. And now they're actually seeing him, and they actually get to see him work. I I loved it. I loved Luke showing up. Even if he doesn't, you know, force pull the X-Wing out of the water and fly there himself. I'll second that. Yeah. I think it's one of the most emotional scenes. Um, I think for both I, the two best character arcs and most interesting arcs is for me Luke and Kylo and their sh- fight like it's not only Luke but it's I love everything Kylo in this movie the way he fights uh just completely opening fire like everything in that scene I'm still conflicted a little bit about 
Luke dying, just because Luke is like my favorite character. Um, but I love the twin sons moment at the end. I love that he passes on. I think my favorite scenes with Yoda on the island. I think that part was was very poignant, but also cute. It's a close second for me. I, my only downside, the only reason it doesn't make it for me, is Yoda talks a little too fast and says too much to actually follow. Because you, everything that you that Yoda says, you have to reverse. So no, when he speaks okay. in like one sentence. You're like, okay, I can figure this out. But he like he says like an entire paragraph. I'm like, there is at least two sentences in the middle there I missed. You don't speak fluent in Yoda. I'm not fluent in Yoda, <laughs> despite having him permanently get, marked get in my body. Not yet. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. working on it. <laughs> I'm not Yoda three. Rosetta Stone. <laughs> yeah, I got Rosetta Stone Yoda one to three, but four, five, and six they cost like two hundred dollars a pop. It's ridiculous. Do get there. Yeah, uh, on phonics you must get hooked. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I need that. Least favorite. Go ahead. Superman. <laughs> Leia. I think that's across the board. Yeah, that's seconded here. The first part of that scene is we're going to get a YouTube video with the Superman theme music <laughs> and Leia uh, through the galaxy. Or we're going to, we're going to get that thing that got passed around with uh, Palpatine with the song. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> it's just going to be her. Oh, that's going to be great. I can't wait for that video. They might actually make it my favorite scene. Never mind. <laughs> Frank's like, I'm going to make that video. <laughs> I don't know I, I haven't thought of this yet. I can't do it yet, but I'm sure someone's thought of it. Yeah, and the only other thing I didn't the only other least favorite part is is the uselessness of looking for the guy with the, the flower and the plume. It would and I think and again making such a big point about him, I legitimately thought Should it was Lando. Lando. And if it had been Lando and they never talked to Lando and then they yeah. run into Benicio, fine, great, fine, just Perfect. let me I would see it. Let me see him. My least favorite. I, I'm not going to count the Leia as my least favorite scene because I think it's my least favorite moment in the movie. My least favorite scene was the casino, um, and if you had put Billy D. Williams as Lando, it would have there. It would have been one of the best moments in the movie. But it's just it's it brought me back to like I felt like I was watching the prequels for a minute there. I was like, oh, this is too cartoony. I didn't like any of the aliens. The little gremlin thing it just wasn't my. I didn't like it. That guy had a drinking problem. <laughs> Did everybody God. go for least favorite? I'm trying to think of my least favorite scene. You didn't have that big of a problem with the layer, right? I have a problem with how it looks. Yeah. It looks it looks bad. Bad. Because she's an old lady, don't she don't move well. You know, that's what it, that and they had her doing this awesome yeah. shit that she shouldn't have done. It looks bad. I don't hate what happened, though. So I can't say that. But it looks like it's in a Mystery Science Theater 3000 movie. Right, it does. It looks terrible. Um. <laughs> It just and and on top of everything else, it sullies the death of a beloved secondary character. Admiral yeah. Ackbar dies. Have to have him in this movie, like, why did you do that? Or give him his moment. Or give him his moment. Yeah. yeah, he's he's literally a passing comment. He really is. Admiral Ackbar has seen some shit, man. That's a hell of a way well, to you, go. You brought him back to do that to die so fast. I'm just glad he didn't say it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really well, glad he that, That's the moment that was missed there. Like <laughs> you have him fly the cruiser, and he like sees them being shot. It's our trap. <laughs> he turns around, <laughs> or or he's uh, piloting the ship when he jumps it into light speed through the ship, and they say, 
It's a trap. That would have been acceptable oh and gosh. pretty good. I don't know if I we're, talking about, we're talking about bits, and that's the bit you guys are okay with. I would have been okay with It's a trap. I would have been okay That would have been pretty great. That would have been Or he looks at the camera and goes, That one angry guy who was like under Hux just turns back to Hux. It's a trap. That would have been That man's playing Gallagher. That is playing Gallagher. You got one? But I'm getting there. Fuck. Um, Supergirl. <laughs> you guys have any requests? Play the same song again. Okay. <laughs> I just want to do it. I forgot to say that. I always watch your way before Star Wars. So great. No, and I'll just go with I'll just go with Leia then because I can't think of anything else. I just have like small little fucking things that are just like one thing here, one thing there. It's not like a whole scene. I've I've yeah. picked smaller things than that, so yeah. something that really bothered you if you have something. That's kind of the problem with this movie, right? Is that Force Awakens was such a solid film that like you know the the few moments that weren't necessarily great in Force Awakens. It's, it was followed up by this beauty. Now it's like every scene you can pick it apart and be like, well, this is a problem, and this is a problem, and this is a problem. It doesn't necessarily take away from the enjoyment, but there are problems. Here's here's my question with that. Disney now owns Star Wars. Disney has this, we have to push out a Star Wars movie every year. One, does Star Wars lose its magic? I think yes. Two, like, would this movie have been a way better movie if they had four years to work on it. Something like that. Probably. Where they could maybe say, this ain't working so good. Let's change it up a little bit. I think so. Yeah, but if they had four years to work on it, we would be calling into questions other decisions like, man, if only they had just focused and gotten it done, now Carrie Fisher has passed away, how in the hell are they going to finish this movie? Maybe they can her off yeah. the right way. Yeah, no matter yeah. what no matter what happens, you're going to be able to yeah. find gripes and happiness. Oh, of course. It's just... It's but this is something going forward, too. Like, is it... Like, are we going to reach nine and, like... Will the problems be it was rushed? And I kind of feel like I feel that is the case. Because the episodes need to be focused on. To quote Mark Hamill, it doesn't have to be good. It just has to make money. I mean, I'm hoping hoping it's going to be good and it can make money. Like, I don't give a shit about the money they do. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Like, I'm hating on this probably a little bit more than everybody else, but it's kind of my thing. But I have so much respect for Star Wars, though, because this is the biggest movie franchise that started off from movies, right? Look at Harry Potter. They're books first. Star Trek was a TV show. This is all movie based. I love it. So much respect for that. It's great. This one, I just feel, is a little under par, which, yes. That's okay. Finish. No, I had another, I have a question for everybody, too. This is something we haven't touched on yet. What is something you wanted to see in this movie that we haven't talked about that we didn't get to see? Knights of Ren. Or confirmation of the fact that they were the Knights of Ren. I like that. I obviously wanted to see... I wanted the the Ray's lineage reveal. I wanted it to be more substantial Mm -hmm. than the obvious red. And and that's the problem. It's so obviously bullshit. There's no possible way that Kylo is correct. And he's like, they're just trash people. And if that's the case, that is the greatest mistreatment of a reveal that they, like, it was, there's no emotion behind it. It's not like he's like, Egging her on to like get a like, they were trash. Well, some people she, are saying shrugs. some people are saying that this movie is uh, Ryan Johnson fighting with J.J. Abrams' first story, 
And if it is just they're trash people, it's just a, I didn't like that, we're going to make her into nobody. Just throw her away. That's what I feel like they do with Snoke, too, which is what I would want more of that we didn't see in this movie. He kind of was just like, oh, Snoke kind of sucks. Kill him real quick, and we'll go, we'll move on. I'm going to go back to my least favorite scene, because I figured it out. I didn't like the flashback because not because of the, not because it's a flashback to to Kylo and 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 Luke not because of the flashback because that was fine the fact that the flashback looked like it happened yesterday because that's all they did was it was just a slight different angle and oh I'm in a bed I'm an innocent boy no you look like the same fucker without a scar on your face and Luke he had the nice coiffed haircut just for men yeah it, that bothered me I was like you could have casted a young Kylo and you could have done something to Luke. Or you know, you know what I'm saying? Like that just bothered me. So or, that, that that was my least. Were you Sebastian Stan? <laughs> right. That would have been cool. Winter Soldier. Yeah, I, the look of the flashback probably not the best, but I do like the fact that we get the flashback from both characters' oh, perspectives. Yeah. Yes, so that, that was a good, that was a great choice. Yeah. That was a good idea. One thing I wanted to see that I've always wanted to see, and I thought we might get it when they announced Benicio del Toro was in the movie. I didn't know what his character was going to be. A one-on-one-on-one lightsaber battle. We've gotten a two-on-one lightsaber battle, but never like three guys just going at it. Oh, free for all. Yeah. yeah, I thought it would be. I thought Del Toro is going to be like I don't know, Snoke's second apprentice, <laughs> and he would have to battle Kylo to, to be like the number one apprentice, yeah. and then Luke was going to show up, and it's going to be one on one on one. Oh my goodness! You think that Snoke was going to break the rule of two? Yeah, I have no idea. See, this rule crap kind of throws me again. Okay? <laughs> so <laughs> throw it out. And what if it was? And what if Snoke had lived, and Benicio del Toro was another apprentice, and then Kylo? splits the First Order, then you have the f- the fraction that follows Snoke and fraction that follows Kylo. That would have been cool. That would have been cool, actually. Yeah. That would have been more like Legacy. And it he could have been following the Rule of Two and been planning on this new Sith to kill. Because Emperor Palpatine had other apprentices, mm-hmm. they just weren't Appre- Sith they weren't. They, they weren't, weren't dark. His, they weren't his apprentice. Yeah. I got these interns. Again. Just in case this shit didn't work out. Letting the past not die. So it sounds like an apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't the, you have your own shit? Did everyone else do their Who's what they wanted to see thing? No. Uh, yeah. Okay. For the most part. Uh, I just wanted to see, like in the first movie, I wanted to see more Finn Poe buddy moments. Yes. Original, uh, fun fact, originally, I, look, I read this, uh, it was supposed to be Finn and Poe go to Cantabite, but Ryan Johnson said... The lines are basically interchangeable for the characters, and it was boring, so that's why they sent Rose. No. That would have also been better. Not Rose, but better. Is her name Rose? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, um, I disagree. I like the fact that, that Poe was grounded. Poe po, having to sit on his hands on the ship? Was actually excellent. It, it's, it's, but it's, it's what drives, pun intended, the ship story forward. Mm-hmm. Because if he's not sitting on his hands, if he's off in Cantobite, he's not causing a mutiny on the ship. He doesn't cause a mutiny on the ship. Because it was dual mutinies. Yeah. But would it... Uh, agree. But wouldn't it have made the Canto bite seem oh, yeah. better? I mean, yeah. I, I, didn't I, hate Canto, so. I didn't hate the Golden Saucer. I wanted that medallion to be more important than it was. Like the conductor? Yeah. It was a great conductor. I thought that was cool. I thought, like, it's a great conductor and he throws it back at her. I thought it that was that cool. He was like a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, it showed that he's he was a, he was yeah. a piece of shit until he turned into. Except he was a piece of shit. Play in both sides. Yeah. That's it. Little thing. He's a mercenary. I mean, you knew that. What he is? 
Yeah. Okay. No, no, I know. I'm just know. checking. But, like, this, just like making this. sure. Real quick, we didn't touch much on Rose as a character. How did we feel? Saving you, dummy. She's fine. Yeah, she's good. I'm okay with I like her. her. Oh, like I said, I like that Finn has a love interest that's not Ray. Because yeah. Ray and Finn can't be a thing. They're siblings. For whatever reason you want to fill in, they shouldn't be a thing. Um, yes, I agree. She's got a lot forever. of heat on the interwebs, but I thought she was fine. Yeah, she was she good. Was fine. Yeah, she was good. You, I, you know what it was for me is that when I was scrolling through Facebook or whatever, oh, and, yeah, <laughs> and I'm I'm passing article after article after article about the Last Jedi. Two out of every three were her face. I was like, who is she? I hadn't heard anything about her. I didn't is she know the she Last was. Jedi? Like, I was like, what? <laughs> and then she turned, I mean, don't get me wrong, she plays an important part, but like, relatively, like, if she had actually died saving Finn from the Death Star cannon, it would mean no different than her surviving. She could have died at the end of this movie and I would have been... Cool. I think that fine. would have been made that moment more emotional. I think yeah. so too, and better. Yeah, yeah. I think she's fine, and I, that's why I have a problem with it because I felt like every new character was just they were fine, and I have a problem with Holdo. Well, I mean, she, she, <laughs> I think if you had replaced, if kept Holdo, made Leia die, Akbar die, whatever. I I started to like Holdo, and then they killed her, and so she's going to go down as like I don't care about her. Like she was in it for a quick second, whatever. I mean, I really like her, and I feel like she's got. A backstory somewhere. She does. Jurassic yeah. She might not be dead. Hashtag just That's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm just saying the, the, okay, the hyperspace thing doesn't kill the pilot. Doesn't kill the but ship the, that does it. I'm how about speaking. the explosion? <laughs> there was no explosion. There was her splitting, so cutting she's out of gas. But right, she could die of starvation, fine, whatever, but I'm just saying know, she didn't. Big ship. Be she didn't what I'm yeah. saying is the maneuver itself oh. doesn't kill her. She could be dying in the dead of space, fine, and she'll be dead, I don't care. But I'm just saying her doing that didn't kill her automatically. Uh, okay. Okay. Episode 9 opens, Holdu's in space, reaches her hand out. Oh, no. <laughs> just, Superman. <laughs> that set a record for me, man. Earliest walk out in a movie. <laughs> um, I would hate that. It did... It. I think that Rose... If Rose had died saving Finn, it would have cemented an underlying subplot theme of this movie that didn't get driven home as much as I think it could have, which Don't is be a the self- hero. No, the self sacrifice. You know, you got what what is the, the commander's name that takes over Flair? What is her name? Holdo. 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 She self sacrifices to let them get away and destroy the Star Destroyer. Luke mm-hmm. sacrifices himself to give them hope and to fuck up Kylo Ren's mind. And then you would have had her, again going by the rule of three, then you would have had her Sacrificing herself to save Finn. Also have the bomber and the, and, her, and, and, the bomber. Ro- and Rose's sister. Yeah. But Finn is in turn trying to sacrifice himself. To he is. I, and that was and again, but that's my point. I was, I had, I was kind of rubbing my hand through my head like, holy mm. shit, are they gonna kill Finn? Finn's about to die. That's the lights I coming on. Tear up. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. And really? then they sully that. It's worse than killing somebody and bringing them back. They sully the moment that he was about to sacrifice himself. I didn't want him to sacrifice himself because he's got a future in the. It's, um, uh, that's with, fair. With with uh, Ray. <laughs> with Ray. But then let Rose die in Forever. the in the moment in the attempt at saving him. I like Rose. Fine with her 
dying in that moment. And having, like that, and okay. having Finn pop out of his ship now, almost sacrifice himself, seeing that happening, and like having a breakdown right there. She gets, her last words are the line, we don't, you know. That's a great that's, quote. Oh my god. <laughs> if those were her last words, that would have been the end. Like, I would... Tears. Yeah. Initially, I thought she did. She passed out. I didn't know if she. I, I thought she was dead. Yeah, I thought she was dead for was dead. about ten seconds until he's shows up dragging her back. <laughs> that one. I mean, there wasn't enough time to pass to guarantee that she had died. Either. Yeah, exactly. Believe anything else? I felt wow. that there was a little too much CGI aliens in this movie. Like one of the things I loved about Force Awakens was how many practical aliens they were. There were. Um, what CGI aliens did you hate? Porks. No. <laughs> well, porks. I feel like I think are a mix because um, a lot of this was, was physical. I, I, I like the crystal critters, but I think they didn't look that great. Like they you know, really they were, looked. Fake. They were animatronic, right? No. No. Not. <laughs> yes, they no were. Way. Guys, we go on YouTube. No they way. have the animatronics for the crystal Can boxes. we stop, do this after? <laughs> yeah, we can do it after. Just real <laughs> quick. Too. Just saying. I didn't know Han's dice was a thing. Yes. Yeah. I remember seeing them in the first movie. They make a I lot of. I mean, they're there. I don't know what's going I didn't I either, they but I haven't seen five and six in so long. It didn't long. bother me because I was like, "Sure, why not?" Why yeah. you, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that you just see in the cockpit. It's not like he grabs him and is like, "Hey, my dice! <laughs> these are my favorite things. If yeah. I ever die, give these to Leia <laughs> or whoever I love." I forgot about them. Yeah, it was cool to see them once and just disappear. One thing I will say about Ray's parents potentially being trash people and me being okay with it: rebels people. If Star Wars is a poem and it goes in a pattern like Lucas wanted, this works because the movie started with one Skywalker and they will end with one Skywalker. But Lucas is gone, thank God. I'm just saying, if it works the way it has and it has been working thus far, then that's the way it'll go. We'll see. How did we do on the email? I think we hit it all. Right? I think we, he just—he just wants to know our feelings. That we told him. Yeah, he do what you're gonna do. Didn't like, he didn't, yeah, he didn't like the humor. He didn't like the master code breaker. We touched on those things, right? Yeah, we're with you yeah. on that. Well, some of us. I thought the humor was okay. Sometimes yeah, it was. Sometimes it was so a lot, but a at the same time, at the same time, you, if you look at like Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier had a fuck ton of humor too. But I love that. I didn't have that much. This has more humor than with yes. the soldier, for sure. I just feel like it's a lot more character, so it seems like more. But I feel like the amount is the same. The humor in Winter Soldier never, I feel like, took you out of... The they never movies. forced it. They never... Alright. I'll hold. The, the thing that bothered me... Well, that was... But the thing that bothered me is the the iron. That you think is a ship coming uh, down. Uh, that's, why is that scene there? I enjoyed it <laughs> I enjoyed at it. the moment. I know I'm not sure I like it anymore, yeah, but I enjoyed it at the moment because I like nudged my wife and it was looks like an uh, oh yeah, like <laughs> it the, is. First, the first time I liked it, I was like, this ship looks like an iron. I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. And the second time I saw it, I'm like, why is this scene here? I think if you it doesn't do anything. <laughs> everyone that's on the ship humanizes them a little bit. Then you come close. It's just they're showing humans. how their uniforms get ironed. It, exactly. I don't I don't need to see that. That doesn't do it for me. No wrinkles. <laughs> Kind of how in The Force Awakens when you think you're looking at a star field and then Ray opens up the panel and you're like, haha, fuck yeah. me, right? Sure, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Wish we got some Ewoks in this. Just kidding. We did, the little guy putting <laughs> coins in BB-8. <laughs> it's a shaved Ewok. <laughs> he was a gremlin. Yeah, that thing with one too many deaths. It was definitely after midnight. <laughs> Carrie Fisher's dog was in the movie and that was kind of cool. Carrie Fisher's daughter was in the movie. Yeah, her daughter was in a lot of the movie. 
Which I wonder if we'll get a young lion now with her daughter, now that she's gone. We'll see. Stoning. Are we good? Yeah, I think we're Everybody Star Wars out? Yeah. No. But well, for the, to- for the podcast version? Ooh. Sure. Now, after all that discussion, if you're still here, thanks. And if I'm assuming you stayed because you want to know our ratings for the movie. What we do here is we give a movie a number of Infinity Stones from 1 to 6, based on how good we thought the movie is. 1 is the low end of the spectrum, 6 is the high end. If you give it 6 stones, you also have the option to give it an Infinity Gauntlet, which is the highest score you can give a movie. Let's start by reading The Last Jedi. I wish I had, like, a random number generator. Just let me know who I'm going to first. It's called, a, it's called a die. <laughs> want me to go it's first? <laughs> if you, you want to go first, I'll right. go first. All right. All right, so I don't hate this movie, but I have a decent amount of stuff that made me angry. But I plan on seeing it again, so don't solidify this rating. Can I go with you? Yeah, sure. Okay. I don't know when I'm going, but I'll let you know. So I reserve the right to change it at any point, but uh, I'm going to go with four stones on this movie. Corey? I gave The Force Awakens six stones in the gauntlet. You did. And I wish I was able to leave the theater wanting to give The Last Jedi the same score, but unfortunately that's just not in the cards. I still think that this movie ended way stronger than it started. I got Yoda which is my all-time favorite character. There's a lot of things that really make me smile when I think about The Last Jedi. So it's getting five stones from me. Matt. See, I'm bouncing around here, because I also gave The Force Awakens, you know, the gauntlet. And this movie, I want to like it more. I've only seen it once. As the Residence Force scholar in the group, I have a lot of extra information that makes me understand a lot more of the nonsense that happens in this movie, but it also makes me go, wait, what? So I'm going to give this movie... I've only seen it once, and I need to see it again, but I'm also going to give this movie five stones. And the gauntlet. Uh, just to be weird. <laughs> He's given three and a gauntlet, five and a gauntlet. Matt next doesn't th- get the rules. <laughs> next thing you know, One gonna, and a gauntlet. It's, he's not going to give us. He wants to give a movie no stone, so he just, just gives it the gauntlet. Two give this movie just like that gauntlets. throwaway scene in Thor. <laughs> just the gauntlet. Sequel. For new releases, I base my rating mostly on the feeling that I have when I leave the movie theater. This kind of is what I've been going with. However, I do feel like this is a movie you have to watch multiple times. I do look forward to watching it again in a setting where I can pause it and be with friends and discuss things, because I like doing that. I think that would raise my rating. But the feeling that I had was, wow, they just kind of took the last one and pissed all over it, in my opinion. And for that, I'm at a three. But it's, I'm sure it's going to go up as I watch it more and more and more. But the, the feeling that I had was, was not one of joy. Mm-hmm. Again, I've only seen it once, and I saw it last night, so mm-hmm. it's still fresh. I hope we can be those friends. Me too. Force willing. <laughs> May the force be with us. <laughs> Mitch, what's your score? I think Star Wars is difficult to score in general, um, because... When it comes down to Star Wars movies, I can't stand The Phantom Menace, but it would not get a low movie score for me. Uh, as much as I feel like I feel like I gave my impression of this movie, a, it seems like I disliked it a lot more than I did because I can nitpick all day at things that bother me, especially with Star Wars, because I love Star Wars. 
I don't love any movie franchise more than Star Wars. Uh, but in the end, this movie did give me a lot of the feels uh, with Kylo, with Luke, with Rey. Um, and there were just things that I loved so much. And I, as much as there are things that I didn't like, I'm excited to see where they're going with a lot of the things. So I will as well give it five stones. So I saw this movie twice. Dropping in. I, yeah, right. Well, I know. Sorry. <laughs> White people. If, if it helps, the second one time I was in the front row. Ooh. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. You know what? There was I almost feel bad for you. He <laughs> <laughs> technically only saw it like one and an eighth time. Yeah, right? exactly. Like one and a half. One and a yeah, one one half. One and a half. half. Still got two booms. Anyway. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> fuck this guy! <laughs> the same guy, Jacob! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> Joe, is that you? <laughs> Sorry, Alex. <laughs> so I know it sounds like I've been bashing this movie a lot. We've all been kind of nitpicking it. I really only have two or three really big issues with the movie. I think it was good. I'm glad they put themselves out there and took some chances, because I know people were upset that they basically remade A New Hope for Episode 7. However, I love Episode 7, and I've never had... Episode 7 probably in top three or four movies for me, in terms of how much fun I have watching it. Oh, yeah. I love watching that movie. I still This one, I enjoy left leaving the theater. I wasn't bored at all for the two and a half hours. It seemed like a really daunting runtime, but I got in there. It was good. Also, a thing I want to touch on, we didn't talk about at all. Obviously, John Williams is going to make a good score, but I really love it. I've actually was listening to it on the way here. Oh, for this movie? Yeah, yeah. I particularly like the moment when Finn's going to sacrifice himself. I really like the score in that part, oh, but yeah. of course, John Williams knocked it out of the park. That's what he does. He shows up and yeah, he does exactly. good work. So all that being said, I would happily watch this movie again. I'm going to give it five stones. I could fluctuate anywhere between four and five, but as of right now, I think it's a five for me. And it could come down, it could go back up, who knows. But you don't see it getting higher than five. I don't think it's ever getting higher. The, ce- the, the ceiling is the, is the five. I think so. Those we never me- never mentioned the tantrum that he had when Luke showed up on the field. I love it. I love that part because that just shows how petulant he is. And we never mentioned it, and I just remembered it, and I was like, oh my god, I love that scene. And then flinging shoot every, out, shoot, flinging uh, yeah. hawks, hawks to the side. Shoot every gun we have. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, more, he's such a baby. More! Kyle was great in this movie. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. All right, I think that's it. Those are our ratings for Star Wars The Last Jedi. Right now is when we do the uh, social media, but before we do that, I want to let Mitch plug things that he's involved with that he, I'm sure he would love for you to listen to. If you love Dungeons & Dragons, <laughs> stay tuned for this plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should listen to my stuff if you don't already. <laughs> yeah. Dungeon Masters Black, Geek Wars. Go li- just go listen to Geek Wars. Don't listen to Dungeon Masters Black. Just listen to Geek Wars, guys. Frank. Geek Wars is awesome. Listen to it. Yeah, do it. All right. Highly recommend That's all I need. Fuck Thanks, man. Okay, no problem. Of the uh, people... <laughs> Block Party Podcast Network. Of the people sitting in this room, more than half of us have been on Geek Wars. Yeah. Spoilers. Four-sixths of us have been on Geek Wars. <laughs> and Frank's sequel? Which is Season two-thirds. 3 is coming someday. <laughs> we'll get there. I like some of your categories. <laughs> Some of them I would have no shot at. Yes. Well, you will Welcome know to my game. So. <laughs> exactly, you wouldn't know what you're <laughs> stepping into. So. You sign up for it. And... So, now into our social media. If you'd like to let us know how wrong or right we were about this, please try to keep it sort of brief. Yeah, <laughs> unload on us like Kylo and Luke. You guys okay. getting too many emails? No. <laughs> <laughs> Encourage the hate. Let it flow through you. <laughs> 
Send your emails to zthpodcast at gmail.com. Not that you have to keep it within 140 characters anymore. I think we get 280 now. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We get a lot, a lot of characters that you can... Turn into emojis and waste my time. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Decipher fucking code. What I'm trying to say is you can find us on Twitter. At ZTH Podcast. Take some pictures and send it to us on Instagram at ZTH Podcast. Search for us on Facebook, Zero's Talking Heroes, Zero's and Heroes end in ES. Or go to Facebook.com backslash ZTH Podcast. And find us on iTunes and hopefully give us a five-star rating if you're enjoying the show. That's all we want is five-star ratings. I did it. You can do it too. And if you leave a rate... Nope. If you leave a review with the rating, with that five-star rating... It gets read on the podcast, and then we all high-five afterwards because it was a super fun time. We did when Mitch did it. We did. Okay. And freeze-framed in the air. Yep. yep. That's good. You can't prove uh, we didn't. Rocky 3 freeze-frame ending. <laughs> That's all our social media stuff. Next time, I know you're anxious to get out of here, so am I. Next time, we're going to be doing Spider-Man 3. Boop. So tune in for that. That's going to be different than this one, and less people. To prepare, you can go and listen to us talk about Batman vs. Superman or Fantastic Four. Any what? Bad. Spider-Man 2. Any bad know. movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Han Solo can't Let's get the hell out of here. And <laughs> until next time, remember, as always, that every movie out there, Star Wars Last Jedi is definitely someone's favorite movie. And good night. Rain's in forever. Yeah.